Hello there, Non-Negotiables Podcast with your host Tom and we will be looking at yesterday's fixture which we which resulted in a 1-0 defeat of Aston or by Aston Villa. We uh, lost the game terribly and it was a, a shockingly bad game, a shockingly bad game. Uh, when I was going into it, I did actually... All my, my, my thoughts for the game were actually... You know, it was... They, they, they were the same as... As before, as they were after the game. You know, we've got bigger fish to fry. We've got the FA Cup final at half past five on Saturday, the August the 1st. That's the fish that we need to fry. And, and so this defeat, because... And of course, we're 10th. And um, you know, finishing in the in the uh, in in the Europa League places is really out of our hands. And but what is in our hands is winning the FA Cup. And with the FA Cup does come Europa League. So I'm not surprised that he went for a quite a changed team um, and rested those players because for, it's, it's better for both teams. Sorry, it's better for Arsenal if we uh, if we go for the FA Cup, really, and really concentrate on that. Saying that, I mean, Lacquer played, Alba played, and um, and it was one of them things. Um, so my thoughts for the whole thing were, were absolutely fine. Really, it's the sort of we we. This is, it, it was a shit game. It was a shit shit game. Um, it was a fucking terrible game. To be fair with you. Absolutely rubbish, but um, that's uh, that's 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 what happened, really. I mean, it was absolutely rubbish, but you know, sometimes we have to come to expect that. Anyway, well, I thought of the team. Lacquer, false nine again. He was probably absolutely knackered uh, after the after the um, after the semi final. He was absolutely knackered. Bamiang was probably knackered as well, but they both played strangely enough. But with with Eddie, Eddie as well. I mean, what was going on with that? I mean, I don't know why Eddie was playing, and I don't know what shape they really tried to make. Was it sort? Of, what I sort of thought was Enketia and Bamiang were sort of playing up front with Lacquer just behind. But what it sort of looked like was another. Uh, Maybe Eddie playing from the right. It was very strange. So I, I didn't agree with that. With it. I didn't agree with it. I didn't agree with his with his setup and his team lineup. I didn't didn't agree with that selection at all. Really, I thought it was it was very odd. But but I, maybe if it was a three five two, if it was a three five two, it shows that Arteta is adapting. And also strange to see no Xhaka in. And and once again, Xhaka doesn't play the majority. Xhaka doesn't start. We. Uh, we pay the price, don't we? We do. Uh, we do. Pr- we do pay the. Uh, we do pay the price, which we did in the end, which was a, a great, a great shame. So, first, as the game kicks off, there's two minutes in. I mean, the ref, the ref pissed me off because he gave a. I think it was a booking against uh, Lucas Torreira, which I thought was, which was ridiculous, and. Uh, Oh, there's a foul on him. 
might have been a foul on him or it might have been a foul against him. It was something to do with Lucas Torreira and I've put in my notes here that the ref's a dickhead. And the ref is a dickhead. I mean, the ref is a complete, a complete tool. A complete tool. And, uh, and he just, I really don't, really do not like him, if I'm being totally honest with you. Um, and it was the same, it was the same guy. It was the same one that, um, it was the same prick that sent off Eddie. That sent off Eddie at the, um, against Everton, which was a, which, which was a grave shame. Oh. So yeah, that was a uh, very, very annoying. If I'm being completely honest, let's not have a muzzle. So uh, it seems to be a bit of a dickhead. But early on, I thought uh, Danny Ceballos. I mean, Danny Ceballos got on the ball a lot during this in this game. He got on the ball a lot, and uh, which, yeah, which he got on. He got on the ball a lot. And um, it was, it was, um, I mean, don't be wrong, it was good to see, good to see him on the ball, but he sort of did a lot, but didn't do it much with it, if I'm being completely, completely honest with you. He didn't, he didn't, he, yeah, he didn't do a lot of it. But defensively, I think he was doing well, because in this game, Aston Villa, Aston Villa, they could get, and they did end up, and they could get out of the drop zones. This was massive for them, and of course it was, um, of of course they were able to, uh, of course they were able to to beat us and and get out and 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 beat us and win the game. Of course they were able to do that because it's because it's Arsenal, and Arsenal give Arsenal give stuff away for free. You know, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what's going on. We will give, we will give any any shite team the best thing. And then you know, it's oh Dean Smith. You know, they never beat Arsenal. But here you go, they can fucking well, you you know that absolutely ridiculous. We'll get smashed up by them, and it was just embarrassing, really, totally embarrassing. But you know, uh, El Mahamedi, uh, a bad hammy. And the thing about El Mahamedi, El Mahamedi is one of them players. He is the player that Steve Bruce. It's like El Mahamedy has um, has some dirt on Steve Bruce because he used to always follow Steve Bruce round every team every team he went to he'd always always play and always get in the team and always go to wherever Steve Bruce was. It's like his, he had some some dirt on him about him and his misses. So he did he did not he did not he he did he did not um, you know go against whatever Steve Bruce was going to do because. He had, he had all the dirt on him, which was, which I always thought was quite hilarious. Oh, with, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Let's have a little go of um, Call of Duty as I'd film this potty. Such a great game. Oh, hello. Nice. Smashed it. Uh, anyway, so I thought. Um, oh, I, I, yeah. That was, Anyway, Lacker, Lacker again was was deployed in a in a. He's finding different positions and different jobs for for players, and it's really exciting because Lacazette plays in that sort of inverted V, 
where he comes back and he is a, the point of the attack. But then he comes in and 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 comes back into the midfield and and identifies their deepest lying midfielder and he sort of chews on them and and sits on them and and provides the pressing for those those players and yeah and, and I don't know what Eddie was doing. I mean, Eddie was abs- Eddie was useless. I mean Eddie hit the bar. I mean I can't believe he beat Tyra Mings in the air in the end. But he was absolutely useless first half. He was crap. I mean he was truly truly rubbish. He was truly truly shite. Um, yeah, another thing I thought when when uh, Frederic Gilbert was getting ready to come on, you could see he was putting his shin pads on, and his shin pads had a picture of his wife on it. Possibly had some children as well, but I just thought that just absolutely ridiculous. If Roy Keane had caught caught a sniff of that, he would have been all over it. It would have been hilarious. I th- Danny Ceballos he carried on with his with his good start to the game in a defensive sense and he was getting on the ball a lot and we do need that creativity and we do need that creative player and he does he does try out of all the all the players that we got he is the one who's trying to do it he tried to force the issue running forward with the ball he does try passes it's just I don't think he really gets the credit he deserves because he doesn't have any assists or anything like that and he doesn't score many goals either and he just Although he does progress with the ball quite well, and you could see there was the stat recently going ahead that he had like the most touches. The most touches of any Arsenal player, tackles, interceptions, which is brilliant. But mainly the touches, it seems that he's just always on the, the fucking ball and not doing too much with it. It's like all, all, all shouting and no trousers, which is always a bit strange. But, but look. How is he? How is he getting me there? But he's um, he's a good player, and I would be in favour of keeping him if it's about twenty three million, like they've been saying. He could be Santi two point He could be the, the the second coming of Santi. Some of the touches, some of the little body swerves that he does are very reminiscent of of um, of of Santi in his in his heyday. But Santi was was different, different, different gravy, really. If I'm being totally honest, and he's. He's got a lot to do before he gets up to gets up to Santi standards. Um, but I thought it was great pressing, and I wrote a little uh, mark there. It was Grealish. Grealish did one dive really, and I thought he'd be diving a lot more. I thought his diving would have played more of a part, if I'm being honest. I thought he would have been diving a lot more because we are prone to being idiots, especially at the back, and Grealish could just gobble that up and. You know, and it's it's just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, it was uh, if if anybody was wanting to play in, in the FA Cup final and they had this this game to prove their worth, I mean, none of them fucking proved their worth whatsoever. That everyone to to a man was pretty shit. To be fair, pretty shite. Um, uh, David Luiz, I think David Luiz played okay, but. He wasn't absolutely fantastic on the day. He did do an amazing pass to to Cedric, and there was a couple in the second half where he, I think his distribution was really improved because on the other uh, the other game uh, against City, no, it was the other game before that where he was absolute pony. No, it was the last few games when he's been a bit shit, 
it's because it's um its distribution's been shit and that's normally the the one constant you can count on because you sort of do want him to Normally you can count on his passing. He's almost defending, which you've got to fucking be careful about. But he was uh, his distribution was a lot better today, really, a lot better. And I'm sure the other players weren't getting too pissed off with him because normally they do get pretty pissed off with him. And the other fucking defenders, he's like, what the? It's like, oh for Christ's sake! Yeah, can you all just pass it to my players, please? And and yeah, and one thing, Matt Target, the left back, he doesn't he look like he works in customer service? I mean, he just looks the most unfootballer footballer ever. I mean, you take that shirt off, and you probably you might have the, you might have a little bit of a six pack, but only because of sheer running and and because uh, he's been helped over the line, in a sense that. You know that he has to do it. He gets force-fed this nutritious diet and exercise, and and you know he's so ugly, and and he's, he looks like he's straight bang out of customer services. You put him, you put him in a in a in a crap suit from Next, you know, with a navy navy tie on a light blue shirt, you know, put him some rubbish loafers on him. He looks like he comes straight out of customer care. He looks he looks right, and he's not a great footballer. He's not great at all, but he's earning a living. He's another one of those you just drop it in that in that pig pen of dickheads, you know, earning loads and loads of money for doing absolutely sod all. It's it's one of them things, but he's rubbish. He is total. He's total total pants. And uh, just wanted to say he looks completely as if he's in fucking customer care, which is a bit odd and a bit strange. Um, he does have bad hair. Lots of bad hair um, in the Aston Villa. I mean, Grealish is. Hair just it, it's iconic for him, but he just looks like a dickhead. And uh, the subby, the sub had rubbish hair. John McGinn had rubbish hair. I mean, Tyrone Mings's hair isn't even great, but he thinks it's probably amazing. Um, yeah, and it was one of those things. It was Villa. I mean, Trezeguet scored, and Trezeguet's a winger. Um, and they've been having striker goal problems, and they've been having Grealish hadn't scored in six months. And stuff like this. So you just knew that we were going to lose this, or something was going to happen where, where they were going to, they were definitely going to score. There was no doubt about that. They were definitely going to score. And I just thought maybe it would have been Grealish or one of the strikers, like Ali Samata. Mm. Ali Samata's rubbish. But I thought he might score. I certainly wouldn't be surprised if one of them had stuck it in the net. But it was Trezeguet on the twenty seventh minute. It was. Um, it was a strange goal. It was a very strange goal. It looked as if we were, you know, we didn't really track anybody really. He was completely on his own. Oh, I'm playing one player. Um, and he was just completely on his own. Everyone else was like, oh, who the fuck's marking Trezeguet? And he just smashed it in our net. Absolute jukketh. I'm going to leave this game. What's the fucking point? So it was strange that the corner came in. Everyone's fucking about. Everyone's fighting around and, Odd. It's very, very strange, and and just like that, he just a great finish. He was, he was, he was in before, as soon as it left his boot. It was took about a millisecond to go beyond the, in the net. It was just, nobody's nearing, but I, I, I hope, I hoped that they'd get a little bit too cocksure. And it's, uh, it's one of those things 
where um, you sort of think, oh, crikey, you hear, oh, yeah, they always concede. Last 10 minutes, they always concede. They always, they've been struggling to hold on to leads. But no, no, Arsenal come along and they, you know, we've just beaten the champions and the second place team. Knocked them out of the cup in the final. We lose to those fucking idiots. I mean, it was, there was one where um, Lacquer gets pushed by Tyrone Mings as well, and that was a bit ridiculous. That was a bit insane. And the Ceballos shot was absolutely shit. He got a free kick down there. Played a nice little move off to the edge of the box. And and Danny Ceballos, for the life of him, tried to hit a satellite. It was absolutely rubbish. It just it just tried. To, he just put it straight into the gods. It was oh, it was awful. No wonder he hasn't scored in the league. He's got two assists apparently in the league this season. No goals. Be interesting to see how many fucking shots he's had because he's absolutely rubbish. And uh, also put no ways out of booking. Another one of bias refereeing towards the other team. Bias refereeing is a is a massive thing for Arsenal. I mean, they hate us. They absolutely hate us. And uh, it's it is a shame because it is it's horrible that they're uh, that we just get absolutely tagged up every single time. And um. And Saka, Saka wasn't great in this game. I mean, Saka's gone a bit off the boil the last few games. Ah, oh, what's the point of looking at the score then? I mean, when um, he played Wolves, he was great against Wolves. He played well against Leicester. Spurs, he didn't really play, did he? Um, Liverpool didn't really play much. And then in this, it was strange in the um, in the FA in the FA Cup semi. He didn't even get on. He's obviously been having a rest, but he's he's been absolutely fine. Hello. He's been absolutely fine for me, Saka, because he's, he's proven himself. been one of our players of the season. Definitely our breakthrough, our best newcomer, if there, if there was such a thing, like the Brit Awards. But, oh, crikey. Uh, but he's been absolutely fantastic. Um, um, they're showing more fight. Yeah, I thought they were, they were, sh- they were showing a lot more fight. And understandably, because they're in a relegation battle, they are fighting for relegation and everything that comes with it, and all the money. Whereas we are, we are fighting, but we're fighting for different things. We both teams have got two very different focuses. We've got, we've we're focusing on the FA Cup final, and they're much, very much focusing on on the on the money, on all the money that you receive for staying in the Premier League. And uh, it's two different things. We, they'll probably get more money for their endeavour, but we're still we're focused. We want a trophy. We want a tro- Arteta wants a trophy. I bet he's absolutely desperate, as just as I am, desperate for the trophy. I'm absolutely desperate for him to win it, for Arsenal to win it, for me to win it, and just just so Arteta can sort of come away and and say, look, I've won. A, I have won a, a, a trophy. I've won a trophy. In my first sort of half season or whatever, my first f- soiree into management, and I've got myself a trophy already, and it would be so good just to finish this shit show of a season with with some silverware, because we 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 don't deserve it really, but for our turnaround to really cement how far we've come and. To sort of say, right, we've come this far, we've got a trophy. And even though we're not playing 
we haven't been particularly good. We we've got a trophy, popped in the cabinet, and Spurs don't. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's one of yeah, it's be absolutely great. I mean, during this game, I had a couple of beers. I had a couple of beers in this game. I thought, what's the fucking... Uh, by the end of the game, I was like, what's the fucking point? What's the fucking point of me drinking? Because this is useless. And on the balcony, oh, we had a, uh, we have these nice little bits of garden furniture sitting out there with the laptop. You've got a nice charger in the, on the patio so you can charge up the laptop so there's no there's no stress to do with that. And Oh, it was useless. Absolutely useless. Um... Oh, there was one where David Louise got the ball first. That was it. The one with it was good to see Jacker come on at, at the beginning of the at the second half because we certainly needed this sort of structure and what has been his sort of calmness, his sort of calm, calm demeanour, and sort of calmness in possession. But we've had so much. We had about sixty nine percent possession in the end. I think it was, which was absolutely. Well, it's fine, you know, but you've got to do something with it. Having 100% of the ball is great. But if you don't fucking do anything, then what's the fucking point? You know, it's ridiculous. But, um, but no, it was useless. And We had Albert a chance as well. Oh, the David Louise one was um, him and Grealish. It was, um, he'd, he'd, bump, he'd got the ball and bumped into Grealish, but he got the ball first, so I have no idea why they, they booked him. I thought... That was definitely um, that was definite bias on 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 the what's it called the the referee whatever the fuck his name was I, I remember his name yes Chris Kavanagh I think might be Chris Kavanagh absolute prick absolute prick but um, yeah he was he was useless on the day and I don't know why I don't know why that was um, I don't know what he was thinking what he was possibly thinking in his stupid small head with no with no brain because he was useless it was stupid booking and I think he did really well David Louise and he didn't have a massive rubbish game either he was alright and we had a chance with Abamyang when Abamyang went through and he he crossed it and he crossed it to nobody I mean he it was he he's a finisher and that's what he is he's world class he's a world class finisher but when it comes to assists, he picks up a, a few, but he's not the one you want there. I mean, the one you'd want there would be someone like a Pepe to deliver the final ball. But instead, it was Albert who'd got in there. He had got in there, but he just, I don't know, for whatever reason, just didn't have the composure to pick anybody out. And nobody was really making a good, a good, a good run into space anyway. It was all a bit shit, so... Can't really blame anybody on that, apart from apart from all the Arsenal players who were involved. But um, I wrote, "What the fuck are we doing?" I, d I don't know what the fuck we were doing. It was just, it was just useless, really. It was just everyone was on Kalasenac's level, unfortunately. And apart from Danny Ceballos trying to cut through the lines and and to try and 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 maybe dribble his way into the box. And um, and sort of try and do something with a couple of one twos, and he managed a couple of times to get to maybe a, uh, near the box. He all in all, he didn't do particularly well, and uh, but he just needs help. I mean, when he gets a bit older, better. But he, we need better players. I mean, Ozil's crap. 
Uh, Ozil, we all think about Ozil and think, oh yeah, if Ozil played, be all he's more creative. Is he more creative? How many assists has he got this season? How many goals has he got this season, you know? Not really any, many, many anyway. Our midfielders are crap for, for, for being creative. That's, we could do with a defensive midfielder. We could do with a fucking, we could do with Frankie de Jong, you know? Someone creative, someone progressive, someone who can take a risk, someone who can deliver that final ball. But we don't have any of that. I mean, again, on ref watch, I mean, Chris Kavanagh didn't cover himself in glory. He was actually human shit yesterday. Especially when Lacquer, one foul from Lacazette, one foul from Lacazette resulted in him getting booked. And it's just like, well, how, how does that work? How does that work? Especially when on, in terms of Basuma, if there's Basuma or whatever, or Basuka, whatever it's, Basuma, whatever his name is, for Brighton, who fouled us about eight times. You know? He didn't get anything. You know, how, when it comes to totting up, the totting up process, I mean, didn't Jordan I, Basuma, these things don't work with these two, but Lacazette does one, you know, wasn't even a bad foul at all. It's, it's a bit cynical, but nothing crazy. Nothing, you know, he didn't do eight of them. He didn't do five of them. He just did one of them. It was pretty embarrassing, really. And pretty irritating when when we'd, we're getting fouls. Ridiculous. I mean, I thought Danny Sabaz was doing okay. I mean, he, he needs help, but he was at least trying to be that creative spark. And he's obviously trying his best, but unfortunately he didn't do much. I uh, think Tyron Mings was a prick as well. I did think Tyron Mings was a bit of a prick. And Douglas Louise should have been sent off. I mean, Douglas Louise, he's another one who should have been should have been sent off with the amount of cynical fouls that he was giving away and that was um that was a bit of a joke for me honest with you and uh cola booking that was it yeah yeah so Kolesnet got booked for a very similar pulling back pulling back foul which is automatically a booking and, and it seems like they're automatically bookings for Arsenal players but it's not always the same for other teams like Harry Winks and Jorginho and and other players like this, and Basuma and Jordan I, who can get away with this shit, you know? It's like, as if the referee said, oh, no, 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 that's not a foul. How many has it been? How many have you had now? Oh, oh, that's actually been, um, that's actually been, that's actually been uh, uh, four fouls for him. Who, oh, Douglas Louise? Douglas Louise has committed four fouls, exactly the same fouls. Yes, he has, in the middle of the pitch. You can see it, he's breaking up lots of counter-attacks. Who for? The Arsenal. He's broken up attacks for the Arsenal. Yes, that's correct. Oh, fuck it then. Don't don't give him a booking. I don't want to give him a booking. I'm not booking him. Try and make me give him a booking. I'm not going to give him a booking. And it's it's just infuriating. It's infuriating that, um, you know, I don't care. I'm the ref. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to book you. You know, I'm I'm the I'm the referee. I'm not going to book you. Of course, I'm not going to book you for. I'm not going to book you for for a foul, which is autom always automatically a booking. It's just not going to happen, mate. This is that is not going to happen. Not in a million years. You know, and it's. It's a real shame. It's a real shame that we sort of ended this game. And 
if I can give my sort of ratings or my analysis ooh, on the different players, I mean, Martinez in goal had absolutely no chance for their goal because it was just it was past them in a blink of an eye. Past them in a blink of an eye, so nothing could have been done about that at all. So he 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 does no black marks on his name. He's fine. Uh, the back three was Kalasanak, technically inept and just absolutely rubbish. He's just tactically rubbish. Uh, sorry, uh, technically absolutely awful. There's a few gate, a few. I keep an eye on him sometimes just to sort of reinforce what I've been saying. And you see him, he never fails. He never fails to do something awful. He doesn't fail to misplace a pass. Or, uh, or, just, or just hoof it up the pitch. He, just, he hoofs it up the pitch so many times to nobody. It's just, it's just like, just calm yourself down. He's, he can never play calm either. He can never just play quite calm where he's just a bit more like, you know, I'll just take the ball, take a touch, find a, find a man, move. Move to the space. You know? Find a man, move to space. You know, he can clear the ball and he can... He can sometimes, you know, clear the ball, tackle, intercept, get away from everybody. He can try his... Oh, he can try his best, but usually... It's just, he's just a bit rubbish. And as I said, I always try and... I always try and... Uh, Look out for him to see if I can reinforce my my prior feelings towards him to see if he is actually quite rubbish. Uh, holding holding didn't didn't have a great game either. Rob Holding wasn't fantastic. I like I quite like Rob Holding. I do like Rob Holding as a player, but I just think he he is limited. And he, is he going to be top, top draw? It's a long way to go yet. I don't know how... I'm not sure how old he is. But, um... I don't know how old he is, but, um... I don't know, I don't know. He, he didn't play great. I mean, the defending... We weren't really up to up to anything, really. We weren't really up to anything when it comes to defending. We had the corner, and we just fucked it up, really, and nothing, you know, it's, it's one of them things where it came from a corner set piece, and we should have done better, but we didn't. And, there, and he just, he was, I don't know what, Cedric could have done better. I mean, Cedric didn't play great. Cedric was a bit shit. He had a few uh, chances, chances to cross, and we just don't really practice our crossing very much, do we? That's one thing. We don't really practice our crossing because we get down the wings a lot. As if our plan is, is a lot of a lot down the wings. But we don't can't fucking cross the ball, which is a bit odd. Uh, who played down the... Saka played, didn't he? Saka played on the left. Saka had a quiet game. Saka had a quiet game. He wasn't, he wasn't amazing. 
Saka, yeah, Saka wasn't fantastic this game. He has been a lot better, but he just wasn't great this game. But he's 18. He's going to have some of these games where he's not great, but, but yeah, he didn't didn't cover himself in glory today. Um, but no, so he wasn't fantastic. He wasn't fantastic. Um, Torreira, Torreira, Torreira wasn't great either. I mean, I know he's just coming back, coming back to form, but he certainly isn't uh, displacing Ceballos or Xhaka at the moment. I mean, he did come off in the end. He came at he came off at half time. He did come. He came off at half time for Xhaka. No, so actually Xhaka came off at came on at half time. And uh, and he, he yeah he just didn't really do much really he was he is quite tenacious usually but he's he has had a, he's had a very disrupted season more so than most with the injury you know and although saying that he sort of only missed one game I think in the end because of because of COVID he uh, he only missed one game because he broke his ankle in the Portsmouth game so and it hit right before COVID when Flans could cut. Fans could come, uh, and so, yes, yeah, so as I said, he, he only missed a cup, missed him with one game, and it was else played. So Saka was playing. It was on the right. Oh, Cedric, yeah, he was shit. And yeah, the, the the front three was weird, weird choice for the front three. You know, I thought it should have been maybe like a like a Lacazette just behind them, and it sort of was, but he tried to play sort of split strikers, it seemed, but Eddie just did not get in the game. Eddie wasn't in the game whatsoever, which was a shame. I mean, he had that one opportunity. I didn't even write. Ouch! I didn't even write on my notes about the uh, the 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 header. The header. It was um. But yeah, that was a big big chance, and he rose above six foot six Tyrone Mings. Got there before him. And uh, and just hit the post, and you knew. As soon as that happened, maybe if if that had gone in for us, maybe we'd got a, a second goal, maybe won the game. But the way we were playing, it would have been a bit of a, a bit of a smash and grab, to be fair. But one of them things, and it wasn't very good. And subs who came on, Pepe wasn't wasn't particularly good. I mean. He's been, he's been all right, Pepe, for Arsenal, but it's quite a forgettable first season, if I'm being totally honest. And more, more to come. More to come next season, I'm sure. More to come, I'm sure, for next season. Uh, I don't know who else came on. Jacka came on, didn't he? Some others came on. Ah, oh, you knew where I was. Uh, 
But yeah, overall, it's sort of it's a strange game. And does anybody really care about this game? Yes. Coming in like you know, 10th in the league. That's so bad. But it's part of the process. You've got to trust the process. Trust Arteta. I am. I trust him. And I hope that he uh, that he gets backed and he identifies the players who he thinks are important to to building this team. And if it is if it is a shame that we we if it's true about Thomas Partey and we've we've missed out on signing him because he stayed at Atletico, I don't really blame him because they're an amazing amazing team and they're in a in a league in a, in competitions which are super, are superior to us really. Or we are we're inferior. Where was he? Where was he? Hello, I'm winning this game. Yes! Yes! Shanksy! Fuck it. Amazing! Um, I just uh, missed out on that. So, basically... Thanks for listening to the podcast. My name's Tom. Non-negotiables Arsenal podcast. Uh, find us on Breaker, Pocket Cast, Spotify, hopefully Apple Podcasts soon. And uh, have a fantastic afternoon. And I'll be back uh, before Saturday with a preview to the Arsenal-Watford game. I'll need to get back into the swing of things. I need to be a bit sort of... I've been listening to the Tuesday Cup quite a lot. I need to get some inspiration. But, you know, hopefully hopefully I will come back with a with a... Uh, with a better one it'd be it'd be fantastic and hopefully we can beat Watford and after the Watford game because it'll be last game of the season hopefully I think it'll be or what I believe it'll be will be more often more often than not maybe bits and bobs about transfers news and maybe things you know of different stuff um, different sort of non-negotiables maybe who knows anyway thank you bye bye